What's up, guys? It's JC Sportcast, and I'm back for another podcast for you guys today. Guys, in today's podcast, we got a little bit of a heavy one. It's been a few days since the last one, so we've got in my notes here a um, little Leafs game review. Just like always, uh, Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid, I made a prediction, and he's slowly, slowly, slowly making me just regret making that prediction. Um, we'll get into that. Uh, Anthony Davis and the Los Angeles Lakers. That would be one. A um, little SmackDown Raw recap of what's been going on. Let's see what can happen. But uh, And then another uh, big storyline on Raw that we'll get into, and as well as SmackDown this coming week coming up. So we'll get into those. But the Leafs did lose 3-2 last night, but Leafs fans, I would not be worried. Um, you know, they've secured the number one spot. I believe they've only lost four games in regulation in the last 20 games, which is really, really good. That's a great stretch that they're on. A great stretch heading into the playoffs. So that's one thing. But with the way that this division is shaping out, um, now if you take a look at the standings currently, the Edmonton Oilers look like they'll secure the second seed. They secured a playoff spot, which makes sense. I think I think the top four is determined. Everyone knows the top four teams, uh, who they're going to be. But if you take a look here, the Winnipeg Jets and the Montreal Canadiens, 51 games, 51 games, 57 points, 57 points. Five games left for both. Is Montreal going to catch up? Is Montreal going to play Edmonton? Uh, I thought it would be Montreal and Toronto. I thought Winnipeg had this in the bag. But Winnipeg has been playing really bad hockey, uh, a seven-game losing streak right now. So they've got Calgary tomorrow. We'll see how that plays out. Calgary currently, too, is on a one-game losing streak, which is, which is nothing. They just lost last game, but we'll have to see how that plays out. But Montreal has been on a really good, really, really good winning streak right now. They are on a three-game win streak. They just knocked off, you know, the, the, the best team in the division. So they're coming off that win. Uh, I personally think the Jets will somehow get it together. I think Montreal may, you know, slip a game or two there. Um, do they play each other now is the real question with the five games remaining. So if I'm looking at Winnipeg's um, schedule, in the last five games, you've got Calgary, Ottawa, and two games against Vancouver out of your four out of your five. You've got to pick up three of those. You've got to take three of those. Those are, you know, three teams that are below you. And then you got Toronto on May 14th, the last game of the season. So you've got to pick up at least three out of the next four games. Get out of this, you know, seven loss losing streak. You got to get out of this. You got to snap out of this. If you really want the Edmonton Oilers, if you want Toronto, who I don't know who they would want. You know what I mean? But we'll have to see because the Edmonton Oilers do have the best player in the world. Um, the Toronto Maple Leafs, you could say the top three. So with Winnipeg, I think their strengths are their depth. They've got good offensive depth and their goaltending. You could say, obviously, the best goalie in the entire division. But the defense, their defense is atrocious, I'd say. Uh, their defense has not looked really good. They've lost a lot of key pieces throughout the last few years, and they've really taken a little bit of a backseat. Now, if you look at Montreal, on the other hand, is Carey Price going to be Carey Price when it comes to playoff time? You know, um, I'd say their defense is better than Winnipeg's. Um, the offense, you could give the edge to Winnipeg, but honestly, Montreal's offense, the first, it's, it's inconsistent, but I think you would give the edge to Montreal in that case. But with the Jets' um, schedule, I'd have to give them the third seed. 
Montreal with their last five games have got, okay, one against Ottawa, two against Toronto, two against Edmonton. So a harder schedule, obviously. Uh, the Jets, you know, should be the favorites to get the third seed. I think they will get the third seed. But obviously you can't. With the seven games losing streak, you never know. You never know how it's going to play out. We'll have to see. But in my personal opinion, the easier schedule, I think they'll get it together. Uh, Dubois has not looked well, but he's he is a Leafs killer. He's a Leafs killer. Uh, Leafs fans, I think they'd rather prefer Montreal, weaker goaltending, uh, and we can get by that defense. And I think uh, it should be good for us. So now on to Connor McDavid. Um, I believe last podcast I predicted Connor McDavid would have ninety-five points. So I take a sip of water, but. 95 points is what I predicted. I think he needed 19 points in 10 games. Um, Connor McDavid. So let me let me just run down what how many games they played. They have played 50 games. They have six games left. Connor McDavid sits at 91 points. Uh, 9.6 games, the way that he has been playing is very, very doable. Very doable. Now, if you look at his game log, Last game, two goals and two assists, four points. Game before that, a goal and two assists, that's three. Got shut out against Calgary, three assists before that, a hat trick and assist, you know, a goal and two assists, a goal and two assists, two assists. He is racking, racking, racking up these points. Um, I think he's going to hit 100, honestly. It looks like he's going to hit 100. Uh, he's not focused on the pursuit, you know, he said it's just a number, but who's going to slow down Connor McDavid? Who is going to slow him down? Nine points in six games. I think it's really doable. Um, now, if you take a look at who they're playing, you know, he's, he's really ripped up the bottom teams in, this, in the North Division, as in Calgary, Vancouver, and Ottawa. So I don't think they play Ottawa anymore, which is who he stocked up most of his points against. But we'll have to take a look here as we look at the Edmonton Oilers schedule. And they do have... As I see right here, the Canucks three games straight, three games. Um, so they had a little four. They have a four game trip against the Canucks. So they won the first. They do play tonight, which is the fourth, uh, 10 p.m. So they've got three games against the Canucks, two against Montreal, and then the final game against the Canucks. So you've got four games left out of your six against the Vancouver Canucks. Vancouver, you know, they're struggling. The defense is struggling. Who knows what they're going to be. Their lineups are going to be looking at towards the end of the season. Um, do they tank a few games just to get, you know, a better slot at the pick? But we'll have to see. Uh, it, it is doable. Uh, I did predict 95 points. I think he's going to get close to 98 minimum. I do see him rocking up easily a point per game in the last six games, maybe even more than that. So you've got to think that he's got to get at least a point a game. That would bring him to 97 points. And in those six games, if he gets three games, multi-point nights, he's going to get the 100. Um, I did see that he was on pace for 160 points over the 82-game regular season. 162 points. That is ridiculous. Um, now, let me just double-check that for you guys. Sorry, 145. I misread it. 145, and it was, it was 66 goals for Matthews and 145 for an 82-game season for Connor McDavid. Uh, 66 goal pace for Austin Matthews in 82 games. So that's ridiculous um, for these two players. They're doing great things this year. Um, we'll have to see come playoff time. I'd love to see these two play teams play in the second round. 
both have had trouble in the playoffs, so we'll have to see how that plays out. But um, it's looking like McDavid may hit 100 points. We'll have to see. Now, on to the NBA. Um, the Los Angeles Lakers, they've got most of the headlines ever. What's going on with the Lakers? They've looked really, really weak. Um, it's got to, you got to believe that injuries are playing a big role. So with yesterday's win, they are on, uh, where are they? They are fifth place right now, but you've got to believe that from fifth to, you know, ninth, anyone can take it. You can even say the San Antonio Spurs may be in it, but I, I don't think they're strong enough, but you could say fifth to ninth, they can make a serious run. Um, the play in tournament is seed seven to 10. So we'll have to see how that plays out. So that would include the Spurs. So you got to believe the Spurs may get it, but we'll have to see. Um, Anthony Davis in his first six games back from injury. Yeah, we're 16.5 points, 6.7 rebounds, 3.2 assists, and 1.8 blocks with a 39% field goal percentage, 17% three-point percentage, and 29 minutes per game. That's not the AD that we know. He's never been healthy for a full season in his career. Um, he just won a championship. You know, this is his team now. LeBron's taking a bit of a backseat. So you've got to believe that this is his team. I get, get it, yeah, injuries, they're going to play a role. They're always going to play a role. Injuries could determine a season, you know what I mean? And based on how it finishes off. But the Lakers, um, I'm not going to sleep on them. It's the Los Angeles Lakers. They're the current champs. You can't sleep on the champs. Now, currently, if the playoffs were today, the NBA would get what they wanted. It would be the Clippers versus the Lakers. This is something that they wanted last year. They didn't get, obviously. But you could have this this year. And with the Lakers stating that they would have fans and, you know, the Clippers would probably have fans as well, that could be great stuff. You know, I guess next year, starting with all leagues, if you want to attend sports game, you have to be vaccinated, which I'm looking forward to. I think next year, let's get back to normal. Let's start having fans in and um, let's, let's, let's bring the fans back. I think WWE needs it. I think, I think in most sports need it. UFC had it and that was insane. Uh, you know, you saw the clips everywhere online. It looked amazing, but it's, it's uh, at the same time, it looked great, but uh, you got to think about it the other way too. Like maybe people had COVID there. Um, you just got to be safe right now. But I think next year, by the time that most people would be vaccinated, um, the, Amer um, the Americans are doing better than us right now in Canada, but we'll have to see how that plays out. But yeah, so with fans coming back, the Lakers we currently play this Clippers. And I, I don't know if the Lakers, I mean, AD did say the Lakers are back. So maybe they want to win streak. Maybe they take the fourth to third seed. We'll have to see how things play out. But I don't know. I don't know about the Lakers. I don't know about the Lakers. I had them repeating this year. I'm still going to stick to that. You know, LeBron and AD in the playoffs, Montrez Harrell, Dennis Schroeder. They've got good players, Andre Drummond. You know, you got your big three there, and the Brooklyn Nets got their big three. But I'd also like to see, speaking of the Brooklyn Nets, you know, Washington Wizards and Brooklyn Nets first-round series. That'd be amazing. Westbrook against KD, Westbrook against, you know, Harden, Beal against, obviously, the Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie, Harden, and Durant. But I'll have to see how that plays out. And, um, I'd have to say also with Lamella Ball returning, I think he is the back to being the favorite to win the Rookie of the Year. There's just, I mean, Harold Burton, you could say was up there, but he's gone down with an injury as well. 
you could say Anthony Edwards, but I just think the way that Mellow Ball has been playing, uh, you've got to give him the credit that he deserves. It was a season-ending injury. He did come back from it, and he has been playing pretty good basketball. The Hornets sit at the eighth spot, so they're probably, you know, a play-in team. We'll have to see. I do think that um, they do make the playoffs, depending on who they play. Will they play Brooklyn? Will they play a Philadelphia? Will they play a Milwaukee Bucks team? But we'll have to see. But the Charlotte Hornets do look really, really good right now. We'll have to see how that plays out for them. Now, on to the WWE side of things. So we've got a little SmackDown recap for you guys. Um, Daniel Bryan did lose cleanly to Roman Reigns. Um, it looks like Daniel Bryan's going to be going to Monday Night Raw. I've seen a lot of stuff that NXT is not really looking like what they want to do. But it looks like that. Um, I think that's the right move. Raw is really struggling the ratings between the two. So it looks like a good move. And that's that. Now we get on to Roman Reigns' theme song. This was a great theme song. I love it. It's got the remix of the old Shield vibe. Uh, I think you should have debuted this maybe in front of fans at WrestleMania. I think that was the right moment to do it. But nonetheless, we got the new theme song. That old Shield song's gone. That old Roman Reigns is gone. This is the new head of the table, the Tribal Chief. Amazing theme song. Whoever worked on that, amazing stuff. I'm, I'm really happy with what they've done there. Now, on to the Raw side. Eva Marie, she used to be with the company. Uh, she is back. I'm surprised by this move. Uh, it took a lot of heat online. It did. Um, people were saying, you know, Eva Marie is being signed back. She's not great in the ring, and but you released great talent like Samoa Joe, like the Iconics, like Mickey James. Like that's just four of them. They really released Mickey James and the Iconics for Eva Marie is the consensus online, which I, I'd have to agree with. I, I think Eva Marie, you know, if she works on her angry ability, she can be something great. But it does suck to see, you know, great talent go to waste and uh, get released. You know, people are probably still kind of salty about it. And I don't blame them. I think they're right about it. So Eva Marie, let's see how it goes. I'm going to give her a chance. Let's see how it goes. Her first round was not the greatest. So the second round, let's see. They always want to bring her back. They brought her back. So let's see what happens. But this SmackDown uh, this week is giving like a little old school um, kind of vibe with it. I did sign up for the Thunderdome. I did get in, so I'm going to try. Let's see. This would be a good episode to actually get in. SmackDown is doing like a little bit of an old school. We're going way back on SmackDown is what they tweeted. So this week, they actually have a Cesaro versus Seth Rollins match. So this is how I would book things. Cesaro wins clean. Cesaro looks like he should be facing Roman Reigns at WrestleMania Backlash, which is in the month of May. Now, June and July, what do you do for Roman? Who does Roman feud with? you got to think about that. Does he get another shot at Cesaro? Or does Cesaro, sorry, get another shot at him? Because I think SummerSlam, the match you've got to do with Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. You've got to do that match. Maybe you have a one-off. Uh, maybe you continue it out. But maybe Rollins goes back to the old Monday Night Messiah. Or maybe he keeps this feud. We'll have to see. But that's the SummerSlam match I would go with. Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. You could build on the shield, but I, I would build on the shield because it's got history. It's got history with it. Who's the face of SmackDown? 
who was the best in the shield, who was the, you know, the leader. You can build on that and have a great SummerSlam match. So, and you've got to believe that Roman Reigns is not losing the title anytime soon. Anytime soon, he's not win- losing the title. But now, with Roman being the guy, um, who does he fight at WrestleMania? A lot of people are claiming Big E. I know WrestleMania, you know, just happened, but you're already looking forward ahead. But uh, Big E is one of the favorites, but I don't think Roman should lose the title for a long time. He's grown on fans. Maybe they'll get sick of him, but I think if you do drop it, okay, drop the title. But I think WrestleMania 39, I think, is in Los Angeles. Is it 39? I think it's 39. WrestleMania 39 is in Los Angeles. That's The Rock. And that's Roman Reigns. We finally get that match. Roman Reigns versus The Rock. That's what you should be building towards for Roman Reigns. That's the final boss. That's the final man in the head of the table to acknowledge him as the tribal chief. I think that's what you would do. But we'll have to see how things play out. There's a lot of time. But Cesaro is finally getting his opportunity. We'll see how that goes. Um, we'll have another podcast or two this week. Um, go Leafs, go, guys. We'll make David hit 100. Let's see. Thank you guys for listening. Now we'll see you soon.